Hello guys, uh, welcome to Mind Podcast 35.0. Uh, this is Adit Kapadia coming to you here on a yet another Newsy Week uh, with your weekly source for news and analysis. Uh, together with me, as, as usual, are Sunanda Vashisht and Pramod Kumar Burawalli. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. How are you, Adit? Pretty good. Uh, Ooh, recovering from all the 12,744 pages of uh, declassified uh, information that has been uh, given to only 62 us. files? 60, 64 files, 64 I think. 64 files. But nothing has been, I think, nothing Monday has been given, is... No, I, I was just recovering from the impact of what is going to happen, you know. Yeah. Like, you can see the... Uh, for, for all our listeners who don't know what I'm talking I, about, I'm talking about the Netaji Subhash Chandra Bose files that were with the West Bengal government, with uh, which Mumta Banerjee declassified... Uh, uh, as the Chief Minister of West Bengal yesterday and it will be available to public on Monday. I haven't seen any documents. All the news media is a buzz with uh, se leak mil gai, se leak mil gai. The it's leaks have been, I mean, this is one of the nation's most enduring mysteries and uh-huh. has forever been and it has I don't know how much it fascinates Actually, it, the younger kids but my generation, hey, generation before <laughs> that has, I mean, is completely fascinated uh-huh. by... Um, Sunanda, don't make me old. There oh, are sorry. already there are already rumors on Twitter about my age. <laughs> I, I, I would say more fascin, uh, intrigue than fascination because the freedom struggle, unlike what the congr- uh, current Congress spokespersons keep talking about, uh, you know, and uh, try to take more credit than what is due, was a multi multi pronged approach. There yeah. was Sam Dam Dand Bay. There were different streams mm. that uh, n- uh, really did not align with the core Congress philosophy of trying to get. Uh, freedom from the British by just talking to them or by doing Satyagraha. That was one mainstream. That was definitely one of mm. the biggest streams. But Which there were Gandhi's other... stream rather than Nehru stream, I would correct, say. Yeah. Correct, correct. And the, you know, the Congress party also has its history of uh, moderates and extremists also over mm. the uh, history of the Congress. Mm. And so uh, uh, to talk about Subhash Chandra Bose is to talk about the nature of the uh, influence that uh, outside countries had on the freedom struggle also. This is very important because uh, who allied with Subhash Chandra Bose or who uh, promised him certain things in return for uh, Mm. them uh, being able to negotiate treaties or eventually once India becomes independent. Or wage and arms struggle. It it has been a a spectrum of... uh, And and yeah, hold on to that thought, you know, this is a fascinating debate and we're not just going to debate about that, we're also going to talk about the whole concept of declassification because that's another thing, you know, the central government has more files of course than the Bengal government, which, um, you know, we don't know what they contain, but there are again, rumor mills are strife with information that they might contain quote-unquote damaging information. Whom to whom it's damaging, we don't know yet and whether it is damaging or not, we don't know yet. Yet. So, anyways, that will be part two. But part one of the discussion is uh, going to be, you know, it's it's funny. From last week, we were talking about the meat ban deal, right? Uh, to and everyone agreed that you know we, we don't have any space for bans and stuff, and we are supposed to be a tolerant society. So, taking that uh, that debate forward, you also had that uh, a fatwa being issued against A.R. Rahman by the uh, a person of the Raza Academy. Or so forth uh, about uh, organization, the organization called Raza Academy, um, who were in the news for you know weird nefarious reasons earlier three years ago. I would uh, tell everyone to Google what uh, happened in 2012 and stuff and leave it to their uh, uh, judgment on that. But um, 
coming to this there was an iranian film uh, made by and i i keep forgetting the majid name majid majidi majid i i keep majid 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 yes he made on the <coughs> life of prophet muhammad mm-hmm. and ar rahman gave the music for it and raza academy issued a fatwa saying that uh, you know any for you know showing him on screen and so forth is not and then ar rahman should be issuing a music for such a movie yeah, and also the, the issue was a, a shia or a parsi uh mm-hmm. you know kind of a concept of uh, god has always been uh, uh, really set aside as a minority voice in the greater islamic uh, world and this is a classic example of a sunni uh, kind of majoritarianism against uh, a, even a, a art form or a cultural expression mm-hmm. that is in the form of a movie and it's mm-hmm. very unfortunate that air rahman got um, you know kind hmm, of uh, in caught fire. in the yeah caught in the cross Be- because uh, i mean i i don't i don't know if ar rahman has done anything offensive to against anyone at all you know in his music career no uh, well if he is uh, according to wahabi um, stream of islam if his uh, composing music or his being a musician is um, enough hmm. to get him fatwa because wahabi islam does not uh, approve of any music at all so that is wahabi stream of islam hmm. so um because of that he and then there is also this uh, you alluded to it sunanda on your twitter timeline that there is this also uh, another greater fight within the middle east and some that is being played out and india should not be a playing field or like a punching bag in this well, great fight because it's it's um, essentially a shia sunni um, struggle a shia sunni fight that has been happening for as long as islam uh, has existed almost um so i don't think india should be part of that india should be made a um punching ground for that or a fighting um, you know theater for that the theater for that lies and i don't think anybody can ever solve that issue except muslims and shias and sunnis themselves nobody else can do anything about that uh, issue so the theater for that war should be middle east and it should not be transported to india that was my point on a- that and the the struggle is not just between shia and sunni it is also within the sunni uh, different yeah, interpretations correct. the barelvis the tiobandis there are several different streams that have interpreted islam in uh, in a scriptural format whether it is the hadith or whether so many different aspects mm-hmm. of islam have been interpreted cross interpreted over a period of time mm-hmm. i think air rahman got crossed uh, got caught in this uh, crossfire not just because of the depiction of uh, uh, an art form that is hindustani if you mm-hmm. will in this whole mix of uh, uh, theological debate whether uh, you know prophet muhammad's grandsons were the right um, you know heirs to the yeah. next uh, or the caliphs uh, the, yeah, right mm-hmm. so this is not uh, a discussion where somebody like ar rahman would probably want to he is more of a sufi type of a uh, islamic follower i don't know what he classifies himself as um and uh, in general uh, the sufi tradition whether it is uh, from india or whether it is from turkey whether it is from other uh, central asian uh, regions which has always had song and dance during the patans yeah Dervishes. has always had that embedded not just from celebration perspective but also from a mourning perspective mm. there's always been a tradition but wahabi wahabi islam which has originated from saudi arabia and house of saud has given it a 
big Philip, they do not agree with uh, song and dance of any kind, and that was against it. So this is pretty no, then, much a Shia Sunni fight coming, rather than coming anything to the, else. Coming to the greater debate, you know, I'm, I'm borrowing uh, Arun Shauri's book's title, The World of Fatwas, that mm. uh, India has had this, you know, 30, 31 years ago, you had uh, Salman Rushdie's book, you know, before the Ayatollah uh, gave a fatwa, mm. Ayatollah Khomeini of Iran, uh, uh, Rajiv Gandhi banned the book. That is where it all started in India. If you look... Um, uh, no, but one, know, one uh, point, just, just to add one point to that, Guess who recommended it? Khushwan a quote, Singh. no, no, that's what I'm saying. A quote unquote liberal of Delhi, mm. an atheist, Kushwan Singh. Uh, you know, there is a line in Hindi that they say which is so apt for this, and when the people, the uh, players of that time, they don't realize. Uh, Banning of satanic verses in itself was probably just banning of a book, but then the cascading effect it has was huge because typically when you say Lamhone khataki sadiyone sazapai, this is the time when uh, no. you know that at that one moment they started that. No, but, um, but no, but I cascading um, domino effect. No, but I I disagree with you on uh, just one point. Salman Rushdie's liberalism is a little bit more extreme than you. Doesn't it is matter. Not, it, it is. Doesn't matter. It is something that. Uh, any right-thinking individual who may or may or may not practice any religion hmm. doesn't uh, matter. This is a double-edged sword. Like uh, you know, probably the word "satanic" versus itself could depict even a certain verse. You know, I, I can say this on the podcast. I have read <laughs> "satanic" verses. There is nothing. Not according. That is according to you. Yeah. I'm just saying that middle of the path Muslims have told me over the years that they might not have read the book. But the the implication of the title itself is so horribly misinterpreted, and it has had an echo chamber. Whether it is you call uh, the the extreme elements within Islam, or whether it is the progressive elements that seek to show this, you you have to you have to be very careful in balancing. Doesn't that. deserve a ban. No, no, no. That's what Doesn't I'm saying. Doesn't deserve a ban. Again, you know, I'm Doesn't coming, call for I'm coming to the same thing. The response to a book should be a book. And the response to if they think it's a bad book, then it should be a bad no, book. No, and then they should but, stop reading it. I mean... No, but because the problem is that, okay, say satanic verses, you know, for, for posterity's sake, assume that, okay, that that time India was different and stuff. I don't support the ban. But no, no, no. What I'm coming to is, why do all these shenanigans and Salman Rushdie was invited in the Jaipur Literature Festival in 2012? No, that is con that is classic Congress. Uh, so that's uh, what I'm saying. So, it, so right? I'm, I'm, I'm agreeing with uh, Sunan on that point that, you know, Sadiyone uh, Khatapai. That this is this is the what, uh, this, this is the cascading effect that, and I am not saying that I'm only in, uh, against this ban. I am against bans of all books in general. General, you know, yeah. which we but uh, coming back to A.R. Rahman issue, mm -hmm. A.R. Rahman issue, I think the way he was even supported was also wrong. And um, clearly, I have no doubt in my mind that it was a Shia Sunni um, issue because in um, Iran, of all the places, the movie was released and nobody had any problems with uh, the depiction of the movie. What ha So we clearly agree that it was a Shia Sunni um, divide. How the liberals in India. In India came out in support of um, AR Rahman was very problematic and that is what I would like to Yeah, and that's what we want to explore in detail.
So some of the people were saying on TV that you know keep uh, the movie was very respectful to the Prophet and A.R. Rahman would never and do it. And therefore it should not uh, have been bad. And A.R. Rahman should not do anything, you know, he'll never do anything that's offensive. I agree, A.R. Rahman never does anything offensive. He's, he's very careful and you know, excellent, flawless completely. But the fact is, if you are a liberal, it shouldn't matter whether it offends someone or not. You should if you're defend, a real liberal. If you're a real liberal, you should defend the freedom of expression if of everything. If you are an Indian liberal who uh, makes selective choices, then hmm. I have different uh, no, Because when Shabana Azmi came on the report, she was all over and she was the only one from the film industry who was out supporting A.R. Rahman. I don't... Um, uh, I didn't see anybody else. I'm, there might have been. So, um, or, and Kabir Khan, I think. Mm -hmm. So, my point is, for Shabana Azmi, if she is a true liberal that she is, she should have said, I Javed don't care. Also Javed Javed Akhtar, Akhtar, yeah. I don't care if the movie is even disrespectful. Mm. But, as a person, as a creative person, he has every right no, to no. do what it is. Because then, that's what no, liberals no. tell you. No, no, no. no, no, that, no, no, is no. Hypo, that is hypocritical liberals you're talking about. No, let me just ah. tell you. that Liberals tell you that, why are you offended? by anything that is written against Hinduism, just don't read it. Just don't um, uh, buy it. That is hypocritical liberals. That's what I'm saying. These uh, are hypocrites. Just don't yeah. buy it. A true liberal will say that every person has a right to say, as long as the other person is not causing anybody any harm, injury or anything, he has every right to say everything and we will no. support his right to say it, even though we don't agree with it. Shabana's point was very hypocritical that, oh, Majid Majidi and uh, A.R. Rahman, they are such respectful, good people. They will never say anything about Islam, which is true. But that is not the she should have taken she should have said even if i would have i will support i shabana azmi will support a.r rahman even if he does anything that i don't agree no, with. their liberalism is restricted to others religions not their own exactly, exactly. Is, no, i'm not talking about that line my line is and i took this line last time also with the charlie hebdo mm. issue. our first podcast uh, our first, uh, yeah and and my point is that Choosing to be disrespectful after reading, you know, these are some of these writers are well-read people. These are it's not like they don't know what uh, the verses of the Quran are, or for that matter, any interpretation of uh, you know uh, what Prophet uh, Muhammad and then what his conversations what was with uh, uh, with uh, Prophet Ali or uh, Hassan, whatever it is. I'm I'm just saying that <clears throat> there is an element of spiritualism that is embedded in all religions and to respectfully talk about that at least in one line or one sentence is important for a true liberal also mm -hmm. you can be irreverent you can talk about these contradictions in every culture i would like to see um, uh, sulman rushdi also talk about christianity in the same light that he talked about islam same let him talk about buddhism also yeah. let him be an educator rather yeah. than ye Dusre, dusron ki mushkil mein roti sekna, that is not, that is something that I, I don't appreciate. Yeah, but you know, then you, at the same time, you don't say that that person should be gagged. You will criticize him, you will go up on the podium, you will criticize, you will write about it, you will just think. But I don't think your stand is that the state should ban him or the state should for gag For the Charlie him. Hebdo, I felt it was very insulting to any religion. I will not let any prophet or God so the or state God should... man be shown in the nude or in, in so a So the very state should intervene? The state should not intervene. That's there, my whole that point. Is, the state has nothing to do with this. I'm just saying that 
Uh, voice no, the band will only come. The band will only come from state, right? The official band no, no, and, and the gagging will is, open no, no, only no, happen then, from no, state. And then another debate is: stood, so, stood. Uh, see, one man's freedom of speech is other other man's offense. Yeah. Offense, right? So, stood should state listen to? No, no, listen. Should state listen to religious organizations no. while they decide to ban? No, Hamti. You know, we talk very openly about everything. How are we offensive? We are only discussing and debating these things. Of course, no. Uh, but then no, it's a slippery I, no, slope. It's a slippery what slope. you think offensive may not be offensive no, for me. Showing, showing a certain person who is revered, whoever he is, God, hmm. prophet, or God man, in a in a very poor light, to make your ends meet, you know, and to make that as an industry is what this uh, neoliberalism is all about. I don't, I, 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 I don't think I agree because to me it is, you know, if it's their creativity, they have every right to say. No, how would you react you to that it, uh, movie, uh, that book that uh, was written about Mother Kali? Or about uh, Ganesha. I won't buy it and I, I won't read it. it. Yeah. I will not agree to that. No, no I, I won't buy it. It was deeply, I I know. deeply I offensive. It is, there it is very lot offensive. of stuff out I, there I to move that is, very, that is very no, no, deeply no, no, offensive no. to Ji, me. I did Ganesh Puja just two days ago and I've been doing it for three days. And to me, Ganesha is a manifestation of God. Yeah. Somebody else comes and says some very offensive interpretation and tomorrow my daughter, just hear me out, Tomorrow, my daughter comes back and says, Nana, that you have been praying to the same same God and this is what is invoked and what is my comment. I don't want that kind of echo chamber that these very extreme liberals, I'm not talking about yeah. the middle of no, the no, path. Here is my point. I know exactly what you're talking about, that you, it should not happen. But how much can you control? You can only control your own thoughts and you can only hope that no, your child follows This is extreme liberalism, This is I, also... You, no, 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 no. This is a slippery slope. What is extreme liberalism for you may not be extreme liberalism for other person. Or what That's is what acceptable to you, what is acceptable to you might be uh, <laughs> offensive to the other person. So in Saudi Arabia, if I go and if I pray to um, Krishna on the open um, this thing that is unacceptable to me and they'll cut my head off so then is it um, offensive because they thought it was offensive to me so you cannot get into these yeah, uh, so, no and another thing is no, 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 in, no. A, in a in a liberal democracy you can only be responsible for yourself you can be responsible for what you eat you can be responsible for what you read you can resp be responsible for how you react to the situation you cannot i cannot tell you what you no, can no, so, read and, so what, that's what i'm saying that the three of us agree agree is there should no, not be any state control right now liberalism my perspective your perspective and promotes perspective can be different or that on this debate my pers i agree with you on this part sunanda that it's a, it's a personal choice you just should shouldn't choose to read it and i think what if we find a or b offensive we need to find uh, have a more effective rebuttal thing i what i find it disturbing is this fatwa concept or even concept of other countries of off with his head just because you know he's a, that danish cartoonist you know it might be offensive very offensive and you know some, some of the cartoons and stuff they come up i personally don't agree with some of the charlie hebdo cartoons i don't agree with i probably would not buy their yeah. thing but that does not justify them going killing and killing them, them. Yeah. you know 12 people and that's why i said you know that i stand stand but with them because i don't support that violence is not justified what and, is justified and, is and, that I, and one thing promote the way you react to something you find offensive and the way another person reacts to something that they find offensive no. are two completely different no, things in, in, in air Rahman's, and i don't know how much time we have in this segment yeah. in air yeah, Rahman's own words uh, there were many choices that were presented to him and uh, there were two choices that commonly recurred to him between love and hate and he chose love and that is what I'm talking about is to 
talk about these connectivities between various cultures and Absolutely. religions is more important for any reader, author or a thinker or so-called mm. thinker is to try to bring those cross connections. There is always bad elements. There is mm. always these, uh, I mean, fatwas are, are, I mean, very medieval way of, uh, you know, trying to in- enforce anything. Mm. And, uh, and it, it is often subject to ridicule within the Islamic community also. It is not like it is considered... No, my point is, if you, you know, are taking a higher ground and saying that I will only talk about things that are not offensive to anybody i will only talk about things that are offensive to that are good for all communities more power to you but then there is person a out there who's saying my creativity lies in making fun of all of you so am i going to stop that person from his that is his idea of creativity i detest it i don't agree with no, it no, but, but i what, cannot go and, and, and the bottom line is to know that that's what we're coming to now that how you would react how Pramod would react, how I would react to a separate things are completely different. That's, I think that's what all of us agree on is that state, state should be out State should not end this business of even uh, institutions say, religious institutions saying that Achha, you ban this or ban this. I don't think the state should uh, yes. take that into consideration. See, even if Charlie um, Ebro was doing, um, you know, what it was doing, what prevented the other people to come up with another set of cartoons? Hmm. Um, uh, lampooning Charlie Ebro? Yeah. What prevented other people? You know, you know what prevented other people from doing it? Lack of creativity. No, that is not creativity. I'll tell you. It is, again, we're, we're talking. No, no let's not here. debate about creativity. Uh-huh. Yeah. The bringing the, and again, you know, this is a separate debate. We'll talk about Charlie Hebdo later, probably like our because it was our first podcast. Maybe next year when we sell, uh, when we have our first year anniversary, we can you know we have time to reflect back on this. But coming back to this specific issue, my general last submission mm-hmm. is that responsible people at least who huh. have certain stature and they are listened to have to understand that the the, the next level the next level of youngsters are all lis- listening very carefully and intently on what is the next level of uh, uh, discourse should be on religion it can't be about bans it can be about probably more understanding between cultures before we get to our uh, next topic um, I do want to say that this is Mindmakers production. This Mind podcast is brought to you by the Mindmakers team. This uh, podcast is produced and edited by Adit Kapadia with the help of our team in India. The panelists for the um, podcast are Adit Kapadia, Pramod Kumar Buravalli and Sunanda Vashisht, which is me. So uh, that was a fasc- fascinating debate on... Uh, it's a funny the amount we fight. I remember when we did the Charlie Hebdo debate and that was the very first uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. That time also we ended up, you know, it was a no, fierce but, discussion. But this is how it should be. Yeah. This is how discussion should be. Ki, you know, why do we, you know... But and there are issues where we completely agree with each other also. Yeah. And you, you'll you'll see a reflection of that or a manifestation of that yeah. in debates and podcasts to come. Yeah. But... Um, uh, you know, someone was jokingly telling me that uh, do the the mind debates should be discussions and the podcast should be debates. <laughs> but I was like, doesn't matter. It's it's we debate every time, we discussion every yeah. time. We have discussions no, every the time. Kind, the kindling or rekindling of uh, very vested uh, thoughts in in our psyche mm-hmm. and uh, has been developed over a period of time. What I unfortunately don't see in schools these days. Jo bachpan mein jada thar, you know, I I went to Kendri Vidyalay Central mm-hmm. School and. Mm-hmm. We used to take pride in preparing for an elocution yeah, or a debate or these. Uh, these were really uh, there. There used to be a, 
यू नो काइंड ऑफ वर्ल्ड यूथ पार्लियामेंट जिसमें स्किल्स वर यू नो इम्पार्टेड बाय द टीचर्स आई अनफॉर्चुनेटली डोंट सी दैट बट हिस्ट्री इन आई रिमेंबर इन माय हाई स्कूल आई एक्चुअली पार्टिसिपेटेड इन अ डिबेट कॉल्ड आई एम ग्लैड आई डोंट हैव अ रिलीजन एंड आई वन द फर्स्ट प्राइज और समथिंग इन दैट इट वाज आई एम आई क्लियरली विल नॉट से व्हाट आई सेड दैट नो दैट्स व्हाट वर यू ग्लैड और वर यू नॉट आई वांट बट इट्स अ स्टैंडर्ड नो नो बट आई वांट टू नो द नेशन वांट्स टू नो आई वाज 14 हु केयर्स बट देन यू द नेशन आल्सो शुड नो ना टू नेशंस नाउ इंडिया एंड अमेरिका बोथ वांट टू नो दैट इन द वेल आई एम नॉट गोइंग टू रिवील योर एज बट इन द years that succeeded but i do remember them. i still my mother has that trophy that i have it's still in india you know my mother has a huge trophy that i got uh-huh. for this as the debate was i i'm glad i don't have it this was only 4 years ago this is only 4 years ago no and gen- <laughs> generally my my thought is that uh, debates and discussions at least with respect to indian context uh, i feel a little bit sorry right now because the history that has been taught in schools mm-hmm. is a very kind of a left and uh, left of center oriented yeah. history where uh, really all the facts were not more laid than bare. that it's a nehruvian mold of history right. and and that is the perfect cue yeah. to talk about the biggest uh, right. uh, thing about netaji subhash chandra bose yeah. because uh, have and this this prompts me to question that have have the historians also and arnab goswami as much as i disagree with him was actually saying a similar thing on times now i am not going to take an extreme position that he did that 80% of the history that was taught was rubbish yeah. that's not the case but, are, but um, that were they just taking a history that you know uh, that fitted with the nehru's version quote unquote vision of india and stuff but, and assume no no one second mm-hmm. assuming convenient truths about the netaji subhashchandra bose's theory yeah. or were they not questioning enough no. i have a, a, a point in this that i want to submit and i want to say this that there are two aspects of this debate and both aspects should not be conflated with each other one aspect of debate is should the files be declassified or not do we have a right to know what happened to netaji's life and how it ended and what happened that is one aspect of the debate the other aspect of the debate is nehru bose rivalry what bose stood for what were his ideas what was his idea of governance what was his idea of um, you know how to get india free what was he? these are two different That's Ideas. One does not have anything to do with another uh, debate. If his, if he was uh, bending towards communism or socialism, which most people at that, everybody is a product of their own um, time, which a lot of people at that time were. D- does that have any bearing on the fact that his um, file should not be declassified? No. No, not Whatever. on the fact that he was an extreme. I mean, patriot who yes. gave everything he had for the country. And you know, and, and these this, two things should have no. And bearing. I also want to mention, you know, I say historians. I was old. Anuj Dhar actually wrote a. fascinating but he that is his perspective that he has and you know i think you should read that as well if you haven't uh, india's greatest cover up or something yeah. uh, because i think there are so many multiple perspectives i, I forgot purbare or someone uh, purbire uh, yeah. i'm yeah. sorry she also is a foremost historian, historian of netaji subhashchandra yeah. bose who's not heard because who's not heard yeah actually <laughs> and again give vishnu shom the credit he did have a one on one with purbire on ntv yeah. so the reason i'm telling about all these is it is very important to listen to different perspectives on on this and uh, people might be wondering that why why have we not had this debate on mind podcast earlier about the netaji's legacy you know to some extent i guess we were also reading discovering in this and now that we do have information we thought it would be very interesting to debate what we know or where we stand right now and then probably go and read the declassified files that that will be available and say whether we you know those positions were valid or what has changed so you know over to you pramod there are three theories about his disappearance 
variants not the one that is the official version lying today there is lot to be uh, talked about that whether he disappeared or he uh, died in the crash is probably at this point in time uh, untrue but the three theories that are floating are they that he uh, escaped uh, via manchuria in china into soviet union and went and uh, uh, probably lived in captivity under uh, stalin's gulags uh, that was the first theory and what happened to him after that we don't know uh, this is again uh, uh, up in the air story second story is that he his uh, family was uh, spied upon intensely intensely by the indian government up until the 1965 68 which means 23 years after the so called uh, disappearance that uh, the family was kept tabs on hoping that subhash chandra bose living outside of india would contact them somehow the third story is of gumnami baba the sadhu that uh, lived in faizabad which is right across ayodhya uh, until 1984 who lived under disguise and apparently did tell uh, his followers and some of them very close confidants that uh, very interesting stories that only a very close confidant or an observer of what was happening in the indian national army or the azad hind fauz Uh, would have been private too so there are these three possibilities only two possibilities that i think are plausible <coughs> are the uh, the first one which is the um, that uh, subhash chandra bose was uh, was held in captivity or was so called an implied state guest but living in a gulag is mm. is not really being called a state guest of mm. the soviet union until a certain time or gumnami baba because there is uncanny similarities if you have seen the pictures of a gumnami baba i and, haven't have uh, you seen pictures of gumnami uh, baba i, I haven't. personally haven't yeah. i have there are there are sto- there are uh, there is a very big possibility but why would subhash chandra bose uh, such a national hero until 84 live and in such a hiding. courageous man uh, i mean from everything yeah. uh, that, that is again another story that i i don't know It also they do up. say that the um, uh, handwriting experts have agreed i i don't right. know there's, there's something something fishy Some about gumnami baba mm-hmm. because there is nothing he had to hide if mm-hmm. he wanted to there were powers and i was telling adit yesterday also germany uh, which were, which had supported him during the second world war and japan were coming of age he could have gone back or to the united states by the way you know his mm-hmm. daughter still lives in germany yeah. so he could have contacted them if he were to make uh, a grandiose uh, entry back into mm. indian politics or for that matter not politics but into public life yeah. so the only story at this point in time that i think makes sense is the one of stalin holding him in captivity, captivity. i i sort of do um, agree with that but if it is that what what i am interested in right now for this debate is should these um, files be classified and my submission about that is i think it is time after 6 and 7 decades to declassify these files and i will tell you why why i feel and i could be wrong this is one debate where i'm happy to say that i could be wrong um my ob- observation is that even if nehru colluded with other powers say british and everybody else to have him imprisoned in with stalin and everything i think india has come of age to know that our heroes could also have their dark sides or they might have taken a decision at that time depending on what um, no, their see, issue was again. and just let me i'm going to take 30 seconds and if uk did anything at uh, that point uk has progressed seven decades from there soviet union does not even exist hmm. 
Soviet Union does. I don't think Putin cares at this no, point. No, so there are two or three things in this. I I don't know. I'm not going to speculate anything on what theories because still I read the documents mm. or at least part of the documents because whatever I have read, I am not completely convinced by that. I have not read the I'm entire not convinced books. Something. I've read like excerpts yeah. and articles and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, second thing about this theory uh, about you know whether agar aega to will it be damaging and stuff and I think it's. I don't think it will be it's incredibly condescending for like five people to think that the other people can't take the reality of history yeah. you know who lay sakte but there is another thing also that india um, you know what this debate around declassification personally i am in favor of something that us has for declassification where they you know have a certain time limit or so for 25 certain, year law 25 30 25 years year 30 law. years something yeah. like that I, i don't remember the specifics mm-hmm. of it but then there are also documents that us themselves is not classified right they're declassified i'm sorry mm-hmm. So where do you draw that line? And I think we have to and trust who, the government of the day and, to make yes, that decision. Who, so so but but then you know the, you come to another thing. So when they do when they do say or when they do proclaim that so and so so and so should be declassified, should they be a little more careful? Yeah, I don't agree with the the declassification because of uh, one major. What aspect. is going to happen? there are a lot of uh, things that we are still dependent on india is still not an independent country in terms of science and technology we have not been able to at least reverse engineer one single technology that exists on earth today uh, soviet union does not even exist russia does there are a lot of vestiges of russian interest in india today mm-hmm. I, the reaction to such a big cover up if this was a cover up and if this was something that was done with the active collusion of everybody in the congress party i'm saying everybody everybody this has very big repercussions and i don't know if the generation that has grown up to at least admire a little bit of the congress party or whatever uh, uh, sense you can call it uh, will be put down immensely i don't think the indian uh, public is ready for it but do if, we agree that our heroes have no, no dark side and, to them at and, all and, and hold on to that i'm going to bring another you know other another aspect to this. my point is that what you said about uh, this uh, the the perception of the congress that people believe mm-hmm. in will get destroyed or something I, i don't know about that i don't because see this is a problem if we don't know what is there in the fi- files released by the west bengal government if half information is supplied and people start making speculations and stuff and then yeah, you know start point. spinning their own cock and bull stories is that based on half of, that will be even more damaging he's like yes sahi hoga that's why the central government is silent but at least the government has not taken a stand i think that is promotes point that at least the government the government has, has shouldn't take a stand see history is not something you take a stand on history no, no, is no, facts no stand as in of declassifying no, huh. mamta banerji has nothing to lose from this she in fact benefits immensely, immensely from this so Absolutely. she's going to win with the Hands down, hands yeah, yeah. down. She's going to win. And, and again, I'll, I'll give her props though huh. that she did. She she was it was a uh, you know as much as a political move as as much as it was an emotional move also because it, no, I know and I I also want to know what happened to um, um, Shastri. I I have uh, I'm very desperate to know what happened to Shastri. No, and Pramod has a again, smug look on his face <laughs> and he's like, no, you don't want to know. No, you don't want to know, or at least the nation doesn't want nation to know. Nation doesn't want to know. No, but I'll tell you last thing to where to fill out. What is befuddling is about this theory, the Stalin theory about the 50s or something. Let's the surveillance was still there in ni- till 1966. So or 68. 68 some, or something. Uh, so those parts don't add up. No, no, it adds up. I'll tell you how. even if stalin held uh, somebody in captivity yeah. the gulags in siberia were mm-hmm. such um, i would say these were dug 
tens of kilometers down into the ground mm. that you would not be able to find out even nikita khrushchev who was his successor mm. and leonard brezhnev was uh, khrushchev's successor would not know where these prisoners were held or where they were being held in captivity killed tortured or whatever i think at a certain point in time a government becomes smug knowing that somebody is not coming back but just in case जस्ट इन केस यू नो जस्ट कीप द टैप ऑन ये दस पंद्रह दो दो तीन जनरेशन तक करते हैं hopefully in our lifetime and we are not too old at this point people will be mature enough and scientifically and technologically capable and independent on their mm. own not to be dependent on anybody for anything mm. that's when the yeah, truth personally is. i just want you know I, not, for somebody who's in you know in favor of this aadhi you know aadha declassification is not going to help the cause it it might worsen the case yeah. so anyways on that note please like us on facebook please follow us on twitter at, at @mynd_makers uh, we'll post the link to our itunes feed below in if you're on soundcloud you'll see that and if uh, you know you can subscribe to our iTunes uh, podcast do keep tuning in and listen uh, uh, listening to the podcast and do visit www.mind.net for fascinating articles uh, thank you for joining this week